Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 443. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and today we're going to talk football and a bunch of other things. We're going to try to keep it to football. We're having some big problems. We're having problems with uh, the COVID-19 still going on, creating great havoc in our uh, football community because, hey, we're not, we don't have football. It's, uh, it's, is it June yet? I just hope we can have football in 2021. Oh, my God, never mind this year. They're talking about having a condensed six-game season. We're going to talk about that a little later. It's stupid as shit. Um, and uh, what else? Black Lives Matter. Oh, my God, really? These guys are totally out of control. This anti-fa, anti-fa, whatever the hell they're called. Uh, they're another guys that are going to get their ass kicked around the neighborhood. You know, they're talking now this uh, – it means anti-fascism. Okay, well, yeah, okay, I understand anti-fascism, but you know what? It's not a movement because there is no fascism right now in North America, so I don't understand how this is happening. But anyhow, let's just say that. Well, they say they're going to take it out to the suburbs. They're going to take it out into um, into the rural areas. Really? Seriously? Do you, know, do you guys have any idea what you're talking about here? Because I'm pretty sure you don't. Uh, you know, they're saying that they're going to take it to the rural communities. Just do they understand that people in the rural communities wait all year just to wake up at 3 a.m., hike a couple of miles in zero degrees temperature, and sit in a tree for 10 hours waiting to kill something that moves by close by? Then they, after they kill it, they gut it, hang it from a tree, skin it, and put it in their truck and haul it away, burying the remains. They look forward to doing this every year. I really don't think this is the target demographics for Antifa. They should just stick to the city where the men are in there are pussies. Jesus. I don't understand. How do you think you're going to come out into the rural area where you see a flag on a person's house? They have a gun. Okay? It's a fact. That's in America. Okay? A, a pretty much fact in in. Canada. If you see a house with a Canadian flag on, I guarantee you that motherfucker is armed. Okay? Uh, yes, I have a flag on my house. Actually, it's on my barn, but that's beside the point. Okay, so what else is happening? Oh, oh, here's another one that's just pissing me off. And Charles doesn't have it on the agenda, so I, I'm free to attack it right now. They're actually bitching about the Simon Fraser Klansman name. Okay? This is a Simon Fraser, a Scotsman, the clan, Scottish clan, okay? That means family, group of relatives, a clan. We know this. This is what a clan. It's with a C, L-A-N, clan, okay? So they're bitching that the clansman is a bad thing because there's some organization down in the America that spelled it wrong with K called the Ku Klux Klan. And these people think that they're the same. How ignorant do you have to be? 
So they're thinking that they sh- that Simon Fraser should change the nickname of their football team from the Klansmen. I don't think there are truly any words to describe how motherfucking stupid this is. Okay? Proud to be a Klansman. Okay? There's no way they should change their name. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. Just because somebody thinks that it's a bad name. They're they're having protests with it. This this is just absolutely going off the world, off the rail for me. It just doesn't work, okay? And this whole goddamn thing with with racism, the Black Lives Matter, okay? Being labeled a racist today is much like being labeled a witch in the Middle Ages. No evidence is required. It's simply a weapon used to defeat people you don't like. And the mob is ignorant rioters, never question it. As much as things change, things stay the same. What are we going to do with this? You cannot – do you not – any idea how many times I get called a racist? It's ridiculous. And I get called a racist because I don't like the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Figure that one out. Are the people from Saskatchewan a different race? Sometimes I question that. But I, I, I don't know. Just remember, half the people that you meet during the day are below average intelligence. Some of them, way below. Okay, what else? Oh, Colin Kaepernick. He, this, is a, this is a person that's op- oppressed, and he's fighting for recognized as an equal. This is a man who drives a $250,000 car, lives in a $4 million mansion. I want to be oppressed like him. Okay, please. I don't see white privilege happening here. This, how, how is this possible? I, it, it, it blows my mind that these people can actually sit there and say this with a straight face. Now, Kaepernick, he, he's, he's converted to Islam quite some time ago, okay, whenever. He's a Muslim. You do know that this religion is the only one that actively keeps blacks as slaves today? Okay? And yet he's part of this religion who actually has black people as slaves. And, and, and he's saying that he's oppressed in his $4 million mansion. Something's not adding up to me here. I'm not buying this bullshit anymore. Uh, where where is it coming from? It, it it makes no sense to me. I'm just absolutely dumbstruck by a, a level of going on. And not only that, is that people are actually buying it, okay? They're actually believing that this is happening and that we should all feel sorry for them and we should make amends. They're actually at, looking for retribution. They want money. These are people who have – slavery died, what, 1865? Ballparking that one. I really don't know where the American Civil War was, but it was somewhere in the late 1800s. That's 150 years ago. There's no one alive today that was a slave. There's no one around that owned a slave in North America. So I, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm just having an absolute, complete problem with all of this, and I'm not a racist. I'm not. I'm just sick and tired of people telling me what I should feel. Okay. the The whole concept here is 
and, and people won't listen. They absolutely don't listen. They don't want to hear your opinion. They want to hear their opinion coming out of your mouth. It, it, it blows my mind. It absolutely boggles my mind. And actually, you know, I've got, all, I got three guys on hold right now, and I'm going to have to open up the mics. I'm giving them free will right now. I, I, you have the right to leave the show right now. If you think that I'm out of line and you think there's going to be uh, retaliation against you because you're part of my podcast, you guys are free to hang up right now. Um, I know you won't because I know you're not, you, you don't disagree with me. And I don't think the majority of people disagree with me. And because it's, it's just gone beyond stupid. We're going to talk all about the Eskimos. because, the, and, and that's going to be a whole other rant for me. But I'm going to save it until later in the show. Actually, it's not really later in the show. We're just going to do it right after the weekly picks. But hey, absolute stupidity is happening in this world today. People are losing their minds. They're not thinking. And this is a problem because this is the generation that we were told we weren't allowed to spank. That they, they, we cannot, oh, we cannot hurt these little babies because, oh, because they grow up to be aggressive and they grow up to be destructive. Oh no, we cannot, we cannot discipline these children. They got to have a timeout. They need to go to their little safe space. Now they're rioting in the fucking streets because they don't know either. There's no consequences to these people. I, you know, the woman got snabbed throwing a Molotov cocktail into a police car. She's been charged with a federal terrorism crime. She's going to spend life in, in prison. She would have been better off for her daddy to spank her ass when she was little. And then she maybe should have, would have respected authority like the rest of us do. I don't know. I, I could rant all night on this, but it's, not, it, it's, it's all football related, but it's not football related. We want to talk football. We want to play football games. We want to watch football games. COVID is preventing this. We shouldn't have football games this year. I know we're gonna, they're trying to take a, a shortened six-game season, which is really dumb. Why six games? What, there needs to be eight. Okay, but I, I'm going to open up the mics right now, and we're going to talk some football with the, the panel. Let's introduce them, and off we go. Top of the panel is Mark. Welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? Why would I hang up the phone now on you, on your views, when regardless of if I agree with them or not, they're your views? No matter what I'm going to say is going to change your mind. No matter what you say to me is going to change my mind. I think we discuss, we have enough arguments on this show to prove that. Yet we're yeah. still friends. We're still. No, friends. of course we're friends, <laughs> and we treat each other with respect because that's what you do. Just just because we disagree doesn't mean that we don't like each other or don't respect each other. I think the bombers are a bunch of goofs, but then you're a fan, so hey, look. Yeah. Oh, and BC sucks, but. Well, yeah, know. I've heard that one before. Yeah, a few times. If I had a nickel for every time you said that. <laughs> you know what, really? The only thing with Kaepernick is... and What a goof. Take, take I, away, you know, I, what a goof. Yeah, I know. I know. But you, you take away everything else. You go with... He got blackballed. He did. From the NFL. Oh, he did. He, he did, there but he deserved illusion. it. But there was full collusion there, which no, is no, against law, mind. and it's against law. No, it's not collusion. 
In no, sports, it's not. yes, it is. It's no, against it's sports law. No, it's not. Oh yeah. No, yep. no, no, no. They can't. They, they can phone up everybody and say, "Don't hire this guy. He's a dick." And, and you can do that. that. There's absolutely no law against that. But every single team. Every single team. When, Why not? It's a it's your starters, boys' club. There, there's, it would be there's Christopher. No law I know that. you don't. I know you don't watch the NFL. So I'll put it in CFL terms. Colin Kaepernick, say, just as a name, would be talent level, say, Zach Caleros. And Zach Caleros is the best quarterback in the CFL. So yeah. I don't think Colin Kaepernick is. When he's healthy. He's not, he's not getting a $500 million dollar contract right now. Uh, actually, he's getting $20 million to sit at home a year. His yeah, contract's still valid. Twenty million. I know. I know. Um, so, but then you have say Drew Willie in the NFL, right? Okay. Drew Willie in the NFL right now is making five million dollars a year. Okay. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick, or say, sorry, Zach Caleros, is not playing because the owners don't like him. Yep, and I don't have a problem with that. It doesn't fucking matter if the owners like you or not. If you produce on the field, whatever happened to go out and produce on the field, go out and produce on the ice, whatever. The owners don't piss me have off. Way, the owners have way too much over the players in every sport. Uh, hang on. Right, hang on, Mark. And Mark, let's do, the let, stop, hey, stop for a second, just for a second here, Okay. What's the difference between that, a bi- the owners and, and the players, and a business and the employee? I don't compare regular businesses to sports. So they're two completely That's your problem. They're That's two your completely problem. different That's, animals. That is a problem. They're not. It's a business. It's a corporation. It has to have income. It has a balance sheet. It, has, it is a corporate. There's no difference. Introduce Charles and Will, or we're going to take the whole show on this. Charles Cliff, welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? He hung up. No, I didn't. I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd play along there. <laughs> I did not hang up. I'm still here. <laughs> I know you wouldn't. Yep. Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, interesting week, to say the least. Interesting, interesting few days, to say the least. I want to say something about Colin Kaepernick, because that's actually a good um, topic. It's the right time. Now. What? It's the time yeah. to do it. It really is. Uh, so first off, Colin Kaepernick, I 100% agree with his message about police brutality and uh, African Americans. There's too much of it. And I know it happens with with Caucasians too and stuff like that, but it does happen at an alarming rate, and too many people have suffered from it. And I also agree with his right to kneel with the national anthem. Uh, I initially was kind of miffed by it, but after more of it, I'm thinking, you know what? It's part of free speech, and it's part of what people have fought for in wars, to give you that ability to protest. And... Stopping him from protesting is what you do in, in communist countries and so on like that. But having said that, you know, Colin Kaepernick, it's very easy to sit out and call yourself a martyr 
when you've got multi multi million dollar endorsement deals with multiple companies. Colin Kaepernick probably never ever has to work another day in his life because he's got so that he, much money. He, he wouldn't have to anyhow. He's still getting paid by the 49ers. That too. And sometimes he has mixed signals. Like just two days ago, Colin Kaepernick signed a multi-million dollar, multi-year million. deal with Disney. And Disney recently has had their own racial issues, if you've been in the news. They're actually having... Yeah. To change one of the rides at Disneyland because it's based after the Disney movie Song of the South, which is no longer even in distribution anymore because it was seen as racist to African Americans. So it's a good movie. Is, I, I actually have never seen it because they haven't. Um, I've n- never been produced. Uh, never yeah, I do know that my, song. But, my, what a wonderful uh, day. Yeah. But oh shit! Lost your train of thought. Sorry. No, he he lost his phone. Well, he fixes his phone. I'm going to introduce William. Buddy, how you doing? And he also. Oh, okay, um, sorry, we cut Charles back. Sorry, did I get cut off there? Yeah, you just came back. Sorry, my my headset died. So. Yeah. That thing does not charge properly. It drives me nuts half the time. So all I'm saying is here Colin Kaepernick is going out and signing endorsement deals with companies that have already had uh, issues with racial um, uh, issues towards African Americans. So you would think that he would want to shun a company like that, but he has no problem taking their money. So it's kind of – it's a mixed message. It's kind of hollow. I have no personal problem with Colin Kaepernick, but, you know, the, the, he tries to make himself out almost to be like kind of a martyr, and I'm not really sure if that's the case. It, correct. Now, I have absolutely no issues with people protesting. I protest all the time. I protest against these stupid, idiot, idiotic pipelines that are being built right now, or at least one in particular, the Trans Mountain. Okay, I protest against all sorts of things about NAFTA, free trade, whatever, uh, and a lot of different political issues. I protest and I do my part, but I would never disrespect the flag of my country and I would never disrespect my nas- national anthem. In fact, I protested the disrespect of our national anthem when they changed the words of it. Okay? Yeah, I didn't like because that that's either. sacrilege. You don't change the words of your national anthem. And yes, I know it's been modified in the past, but this is what we know. This is what we have. Why are you changing it? They, they made it gender neutral. Like, in what kind of world is that? This is ridiculous. We all have a gender. Do what I do. My wife and I do at the Varmer Games. We scream the words we know when we're singing it. Of course, and, we all do. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. The younger generation that's around me, man, if looks could kill, they would shoot me right there. Oh, I have no problems with singing the words that it's supposed to be. And I'll tell you yep. what, I have a problem with those little pukes not taking their hat off during the national anthem. I, I have don't no have problems either. knocking it off I knock hats off. I yeah, knock okay. hats off. So then how can you accept somebody kneeling 
during the national anthem. If you if you won't let them wear a hat, how can you accept kneeling them? No, Colin Kaepernick had no right, no business doing that, and that's not free speech. It's not Actually, free speech when you is- represent a corporation and you're being paid to be out on that field, then you are going to toe the line of what that corporation wants. If you don't, then you'll find yourself unemployed, and that's exactly what happened. And, and what happened was he got himself blackballed because he wouldn't toe the cor- corporate line of the National Football League owners. And all of the owners turned around and said, I don't like this dick. And they said, no, neither do I. I wouldn't put up with that on my team. I wouldn't put that up on that team. Do you think that the 49ers owner actually phoned all the other 31 owners in the uh, NFL and said, don't hire this guy? No way. They, they're not stupid. They were watching TV. They saw what he wanted. There's no way in hell that they want him on their team. doesn't matter how good he is. They do not want that kind of distraction on their team. They do not want to have problems from their sponsors. They don't want to have problems from anybody else because this guy's being a dick. And there's no other way of describing it. This was not a protest about police brutality against blacks because in America there are more unarmed whites killed by police than there are unarmed blacks. So, you know what? Where's the protest there? I can show you stats up the yin-yang. Black Lives Matter do not have the stats to back up their commitment. It's not there. Simply not there. William, join the show, buddy. (laughs) Hello, Are you sure? How are you guys today? Um, Peachy keen, butter. I, Peachy keen. I, I have I have very very distinct feelings about Colin Kaepernick. Um, if you sue my corporation, you're never gonna work in my corporation again. Period. End of story. Over. Out. It's all over. Okay. So, just Colin Kaepernick should fuck off and die. Um, the only reason. Colin Kaepernick is making a living right now is because of the National Football League, because if he wasn't part of it, none of us would have known about him ever, okay? And if he had a stuck, this is just my opinion, if he had a stuck in the NFL and everything would have been peachy keen, I don't even think Colin Kaepernick would be playing right now, okay? Because I don't think he was that good, to be honest with you. So it's just my opinion. Um, I, I am so sick and tired of all of this stuff and I'm sick and tired of arguing about it and I'm just sick and tired and I'm just, I'm done. It's, it's, it's pointless now. I, I, once again, I'm going to go through life with the same philosophy. People are stupid. And I have to live with it. It's that simple. There's nothing you can do about it. As they say, you cannot help stupid. Can't fix stupid. It's pretty simple. You can't. It's impossible. That's all I really have to say. I mean, and no, Christopher, I never hang up on you because, <laughs> you know, your opinions suck anyways. And I've always thought that way, but 
They're your opinions, right? Yeah, I think Pretty today simple. you said that I'm going to go to hell for my opinion, and you'll be right beside me on the on a bar stool, if I remember correctly, well, because, because you agree with me. Because because most of this stuff I do agree with you, okay? And it's because we're old fucking white guys. How does that sound? I don't that know. Simple. I don't know I, if it's because I, I we're old fucking white guys. I, I think we're just I don't intelligent. Think, but I don't. Think, I don't think the world is that bad. I don't think we treat people that bad. I don't think so either. Okay? And 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 if you can't get over a little bit of shit, well, what are we gonna do? I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The world is in an uproar over the Eskimos' name. Give me a fucking break, please. It's ridiculous. There's so many more important things in this world right now than this shit. So many more important things. Three hundred and sixty billion important things. Wow. Yeah. World hunger. Let's start with world hunger, okay? Like, come on, really, guys? Yeah, world hunger, world poverty, uh, education. Um. I, 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 my wife keeps sending me messages. Uh, as of five minutes ago, I'm a, a, a new grandpa. I, I have my fourth grandson. Congratulations. So, Congratulations. Ba- yes. Thank you. Ba- baby looks fine, and I'm a grandpa, and my wife says he's got my cheeks. So I guess he's a pudgy little devil. <laughs> and so that's are four they grandsons? The, are I'm they sorry? at the hospital? Are they at the Yeah, they're in Abbotsford. And your wife is there too? No, she's upstairs. Oh, okay. Did you say you have four grandsons? I have four grandsons. You've got one hell of a fencing crew coming up. Yeah, only three of them live with us. Oh, okay. I I, I got two, two... I got a five-year-old and a three-year-old that live here, and now this is their, their, the third boy, brand new. Uh, and then my son, because my daughter lives with us here, and my son is, uh, uh, has, a grand, uh, has a son who is three years old or just turned three, and now, now he's going to have a daughter this week. So I'm actually right. going to have number four and number five this week. So by the time wow, we have the show next week. week, I'll have a granddaughter. That'll be cool. I don't. I, this is my first granddaughter. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm having kind of fun. Okay. And so, in ten years, you don't have to do the work. You can get the grandkids to do it for you. Oh, hey, you know what? I got my my grandson, five year old Jace. Uh, he was driving the mule, the Kawasaki mule today, all by himself, like he was the only one in it. it you, you can't sit on the seat and touch the pedal, so he has to stand up and drive. Uh, but yeah, he, he, he did really oh, good. Uh, it, it was very safe. No problems. Don't worry about it. And Wait. that's the benefit of having an acreage, and he doesn't have any trees to run into. Well, there's lots of trees here. Yeah. But you know what I mean. You got room. Oh, I got room. I got 45 acres. You, yeah, you can't do that in a city. I <laughs> just want to go up and drive that thing now. Well, I, I got a. a 
Kawasaki our yeah Kawasaki Terex up here too. So mm. that, that's much much more fun. That's kind of like a Yamaha Rhino or or who's a Rhino? Who makes a Rhino? Yeah, the Yamaha did I think. That, anyhow, it's a side by side, right? You go go bashing in the bush with it. So we got we got a right. Terex which which the kids just call the T Rex. And then we got the the mule, which is just a, a side by side that, that utility vehicle driving around with a little dump box on the back, and then three or four quads. So yeah, we got some fun. We we play with fun toys up here. A couple of you know three excavators, a bunch of dump trucks, semis, skid steer, bobcat. You know we have tons of fun. Riding lawnmowers, snow plows. Anyhow. Enough of that. Let's talk some football, shall we? Uh, where is it? There is a CFL. Okay, so last week I didn't I didn't get the things up here from uh, uh, Sparky. I guess I should do that. Where is it? Sparky sent he sent out the rules. Did you see that? The change in the rules. So I'm having to really pay attention to it, though. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> I just okay, pick the so games. You pick the games? Do you pick them well? Because I'm picking them pretty damn awesome. From the sounds of it, no. If you're in first place, then hell's frozen over, and no. It's not frozen over, Mark. I don't know why you and Will think this. Okay. Yes, I was terrible last year on picking the win- the scores. Okay, But I picked the winners every time. Okay, I was doing great on picking the winners. I just didn't pick the scores were shit. Okay, so week four. So everybody who does so that's like on here that's like me. say that's like say you were right fifty percent of the time. No, I was right more than fifty percent of the time. Okay, so anyhow, there was four games last week. We had Ottawa, Montreal, Winnipeg. Uh, Edmonton, Calgary, Toronto, BC, and Saskatchewan. So the first game up was the Ottawa Red Blacks in Montreal. And uh, Montreal was the – anyhow, there was a 10-point spread. It didn't really matter. Um, Ottawa won this game – or Montreal won this game 71-68. to 20, uh, 68. So what we do is we, 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 we as a panel – pick out which team is going to win each game. This is the schedule that the CFL created in February, and the games aren't being played, so we're creating our own fun little game here. We've got a third-party person, Sparky, and he picks, takes track of this, and he has a dice randomizer, so he pushes a button, and the dice flip around, and whatever the two dice come up, one's a six, one's a whatever, um, I don't know how he got 68. Oh, that would have been a five-point bonus. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, so, it meant a, yeah, it was a six and a three with a five-point bonus to Ottawa. So, the, Ottawa got 68 points. Montreal got 71. Montreal wins the game. Okay, so Charles picked Montreal. Will picked Montreal. Mark picked Montreal. And Christopher picked Ottawa. Ooh. Okay, so anyhow, uh, the second game came up, which was the Winnipeg Blue Bombers were playing the Edmonton Eskimos. Whoa, this was pretty good. Uh, Winnipeg was is top of the league or up there uh, with three, no, two wins. They were two and zero, oh, and Edmonton was one and one, I believe, uh, one and two. Um, so anyhow, the game went down. Winnipeg scored seventy points. Edmonton only scored fifty. 
So uh, that was the Ed, uh, that was the Winnipeg Blue Bombers won that one. Charles picked Edmonton. Will picked Winnipeg. Mark picked Winnipeg. CJ picked Winnipeg. You weren't there, Charles. Uh, third game of the week was the Calgary nope. Stampeders and the Toronto Argonauts. Uh, Argonauts got a 10-point bonus because they were higher in the rankings and the home team, so they got 10 points added to their score. Uh, Calgary came up with 41 points. Toronto came up with 33 with a 10-point bonus, so 43. The game went to the Toronto Argonauts. Okay. Uh, Charles, you picked Calgary. Will picked Calgary. Mark picked Toronto. CJ picked Toronto. Okay, there you go. So there's there, there's happening right now. I think everybody picked two games so far. Uh, the final game, which was the BC Lions against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, uh, BC was uh, uh, the favorite at uh, so they got a five point bonus. Saskatchewan was a home team with a five point bonus, which it basically makes it a wash. Uh, uh, BC came up with 60 points and Saskatchewan got 56. BC wins this game. Uh, Charles picked BC. Will picked BC. Mark, you picked Saskatchewan and CJ picks BC. So now the league standings. Uh, the British Columbia Lions are now 4-0 and on the season. Winnipeg Blue Bombers are 3-0. and and the Toronto Argonauts are 3-0. and So we have three undefeated teams in the league right now. Uh, Saskatchewan is 2-1. and Montreal's 1-2. Edmonton is 1-3. Calgary is 1-3. Hamilton and Ottawa are both shut out on the season. That's how it rolls. Now, the podcaster standings, rankings, has CJ in the lead after... Week four with 24 points. Charles in second with 22. Mark with 20. And Will sucking the hind tit with 12. So that's where we stand right now. We're now going to pick this week's teams, which is going to be fun. So this is going to be week five. And we have the Montreal Alouettes are in Winnipeg playing the Bombers, we got Calgary playing the winless Ticats, we got the undefeated Toronto playing the Rough Riders, and we got Ottawa playing BC. Oh, is this the team that's going to beat BC? Okay. Um, There we go. Next week, BC and Winnipeg play. That would have been a great game, eh, Mark? Yes, it would have been. So, first game up here. Charles, is the Montreal... Alouettes, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Um, so going back over to Sparky's little list here, where did it go? Here we are. Winnipeg is a, a higher-ranked team. They will get five points bonus, and they are also the home team, so they get a total of a 10-point bonus. Are you picking Montreal? Are you picking Winnipeg? Mm. Sorry, who did you say the home team was? Winnipeg has 10 points. Winnipeg is, has 10 points, so they would be the home team. Yeah, I'm sorry. Winnipeg at home, um, I think, quite frankly, i got to go with the uh, the Bombers on this one. Uh, I think they're still a better team than Montreal, and with a 10-point uh, advantage and being at home, uh, I can't see this one going the way of the Montreal, so I'm going to pick Winnipeg. Okay. William? Yes. Do I have to uh, 
tell you what's going on here, or were you paying attention? I was paying attention. Okay, good. Glad to hear that. But I, but I, but I got to catch up, so I got to vote against you guys every game. So I'm going to pick Montreal. Go Elf. Go Elf. Mark, what are you doing here? You going to pick the Bombers? Does a bear yeah, I'm going to pick. <laughs> I'll pick the Bombers, and I'll even go as far as giving you the score. No, yeah, I don't want six, it. Sixty-six to two. Sixty-six to. Two. It's impossible to be two. No, it's not. Snake eyes. They can get two. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Snake eyes. Uh, so yeah, it's actually, it'll not... be seventy-six to two because of the ten-point bonus. Okay. So, okay. Seventy-six is the two. highest score that a team can get. Yep. And that's only happened once in our thing here. Who was it that scored 76 points? Uh, BC scored be 75. Poetic? Oh, yeah, Montreal did, but they only had a five-point bonus. They had boxcars. Oh, no, 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 no. Toronto scored 76 points in week two against uh, Hamilton. Okay, uh, CJ is going to give up the 10 points and take the Alouettes. It's just just makes sense to me. Okay, uh, the second game is going to be the Calgary Stampeders, who are ranked one and three, so they'll get a five point bonus, and they are going into Hamilton, who is zero and three, so Hamilton gets a five point bonus being a home team. These aren't our rules. These were Sparky's. He made this up at the beginning of the season, so you don't come down on us on these five point bonuses, okay? You pick on Sparky for that one. But uh, it, it, it seems to be working okay. Um, so we got Calgary and Hamilton. Uh, Charles, who are you taking here? Oh, the bo- tough. The bonus is a what? wash. The bonus is a wash. Hmm, tough one. For, and this, uh, who is the home team in this one? Hamilton. Hamilton. Okay, and Calgary. You know what? I'm going to go against the conventional wisdom here, and for some reason uh, I just kind of think Hamilton here wins this one. I don't know why, what it's going to be here, but I just I don't uh, – I just feel an upset coming. Not that it's an upset because Hamilton's a good football team, but uh, you know what? I'm going to call Hamilton to win this one at home against Calgary. Okay. You're picking the hammer. William. Am I to make an assumption you're going to pick the stumps? I mean, stamps? Never never assume Hamilton, please. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I told you I want to catch up. I want to catch up. Well, what if we all pick Hamilton? Well, then you can let me pick – or I can change these just like before, right? So if you all pick Hamilton, I'll pick the stamps. Um. Will, uh, Mark, who are you picking here, Hammer or Calgary? No, no, I'm taking Calgary uh, for two reasons. One is this is the first time in a long time we have a chance for a team to legitimately not win a game. So Hamilton's <laughs> what? What's their record? The, the entire Over? season? Yeah. Well, Hamilton and Ottawa are both score, are scoreless or winless at this point in time. Okay, so I'll go with Hamilton being my winless team. There is a strong chance this year there could be a winless team. So I'm going to take Calgary for that. And also, because Calgary, according to TSN, their starting quarterback is the greatest 
quarterback <laughs> all time for the Calgary Stampeders. So how can you not take Calgary? I call happens. bullshit, but we'll go down that Straight road in a little bit. In their history, and there's a legitimate shot at a zero-win team. So yeah, Calgary. Yeah, well. Okay, so you're taking Calgary. Uh, CJ, 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 CJ. Am I going to go against the mold here so much that Charles can pass me, or do I actually do whatever? Uh, Calgary Stampeders are going to take this one. I'm taking the Stampeders. Okay, the third game. This one's a little iffier. Uh, We got the Toronto Argonauts are going into Saskatchewan. Toronto has the better record at 3-0 with Saskatchewan at 2-1. So Toronto gets a five-point bonus for being the favorite. And Saskatchewan gets a five-point bonus for being the home team. So the bonus points are a wash. Charles? Toronto? Saskatchewan? Ooh, I hate picking Saskatchewan, to be perfectly honest. Uh, But uh, I think they're a better team than Toronto. Yes, this is all being decided by a roll of a dice, but at the same time, I'm trying to keep it somewhat realistic. Uh, So I think Sparky's going to roll a higher number for Saskatchewan in this one regardless. So I'd pick uh, Saskatchewan. You're taking the Rough Riders. Uh, You do realize that this is Cody Fajardo as quarterback in in Saskatchewan and uh, Matt Nichols in Toronto. Matt Nichols has yep. now come out of uh, training camp and uh, whatever else is healthy and is playing football. So you're picking uh, you're picking Cody Fajardo over Matt Nichols. You betcha. Okay, William. Can I make an assumption here or no? What what assumption would that be? Well, you hate Saskatchewan, and you said before you would never yeah, pick I them. Will, so I will never, I will never pick Saskatchewan. So you can assume right. Okay, so you're picking Toronto here. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, any any particular reason, or just because you hate Saskatchewan? There you go. And I guess it's I'm. It's a good enough reason, I, I guess, in my book. I guess I'm. I guess I'm racist towards Saskatchewan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're jealous too. Wear green. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that one. That's the same thing. You're, you, everybody says that I'm jealous of their team. I'm jealous of Calgary. I'm jealous of Bo Levi Mitchell. I'm je- jealous of the Bombers. I'm jealous of Toronto. I don't know why anybody you're jealous. You're a pretty of Toronto. jealous guy, aren't you? I'm a jealous a guy. Jealous I, guy. I, I'm green with envy. I might as well be a Ryder fan. No, actually, really, I'm not jealous of your team. I just think it sucks. Okay, so uh, Mark. Toronto, Saskatchewan points are a wash. Uh, you know what? On this one, I'm going to have to go with Toronto because Matt Nichols is going to dial up uh, nine touchdowns with two two-point conversions and get 65 points. 65 points. They do have yeah. a five-point bonus, right? Oh, they do? Yeah. Well, they get a okay, five-point so... bonus, but so does the other team, but, you know. Yeah, no, I'll stick with the 65 points. Okay. So, yeah. Toronto, Toronto. Um, CJ has taken uh, the Argos as well. Uh, Argos are going to stay undefeated at 4-0. and oh. So, Toronto Argonauts. The last game. This one scares what? me. 
This is an 0-3 Ottawa Red Blacks coming into BC to play the Lions, the 4-0 BC Lions. BC has a 10-point advantage, higher-ranked team and home team. Charles, who are you picking? Ottawa's crap. I'm picking BC. I don't care Ottawa's if they got. Crap. I don't care if they got Paul Lapelise. I don't care if they got what's his name, the quarterback from uh, from Calgary, Arbuckle, oh. or Ryan yeah. Dinwiddie, Toronto. Yeah, that, and he's a coach. So that's sorry. right, and he ain't gonna be the quarterback. They might have a better luck if he was, maybe, but who knows? Uh, but Ottawa sucks. They did nothing on the offseason. And, hey, BC 4-0, the dice are smiling on them so far. And I think it's yep. going to keep happening. So I'm taking uh, BC to go 5-0. and Awesome. William. Take them yep. red blacks. Yep. Got your red, red and black Mackinac jersey on. Yeah, I'm taking those red blacks. You're taking Ottawa. They're my team. They're your team. They're my team. You know how much of a Nick Arbuckle and 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 Paul, Paul Lapelise fan I am. Oh yes, he was the greatest coach ever in the history of the CFL, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, in Winnipeg. Without I have question. trouble counting the thirteen. Yeah. Well, that that was when he was in Saskatchewan. He's only been a head coach once before, and that was in Winnipeg, and nobody seemed to like him there. And I don't think it was really his fault, but that's not the point. Uh, What was I looking for here? Something really – oh, Red Blackish. Oh, oh yeah, the Red Blacks. Santos. What's his name? Santos? Santis? Santino? Mm -hmm. The the, uh, three-down nation guy in Brazil. Oh, that dude. Yeah. Um, he wrote an article that our nation is hoping a new silver coin brings new luck. Okay. So they got the silver coin that they have put somewhere in the field or because they put new turf down or something. They put a coin in the field. And I, you know, to me, the, the way I look at it is that, you know, I've heard personally, I've heard that good management and good players win football games. But the Ottawa Red Blacks think that a four-leaf clover is a better deal. So they've gone with the four-leaf clover, lucky coin, rainbow. Yeah, because that hasn't been done to death u- or anything. Unicorn farts or something. I don't know what it is. What was that, Charles? That whole – it's just a rip-off for the lucky loony from the Olympics. It's been done to death. Oh, I know. I know. I know. So there you go. Um, Mark, you got to pick a team here. Ottawa Red Blacks, BC Lions, BC up by 10 points. 10 point handicap right serious? there, whatever. You seriously think I'm going to take BC? No. I don't know who good. you take. That's good. You should probably should have had that down already. BC sucks. Um, and Riley's going to be on his back again seeing stars. Oh, not with the Saskatchewan or with the Ottawa defense. They don't have a defense. They might as well have a big sieve or something. Somebody's going to breathe on him and he's going to break. He's the toughest motherfucker in football. I don't know where what? he's getting this from. He's getting a year older all the time, man. What? Yeah, so what? <laughs> 
So what? So you're taking Ottawa? Yep. Hamilton okay, I got the Lions. No doubt about that one. I got the Lions. I'm with you on that one, Charles. But the other three games were on opposite sides. That's how's that going to play out? Interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, so I hope Sparky got all of those. He can listen to it several times in case we messed up. And uh, actually, I'll, I'll do it real quick and just make sure that you... Charles, you took Winnipeg, Hamilton, Saskatchewan, and BC? Mm-hmm. Will, you took Montreal, Hamilton, Toronto, and Ottawa? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Montreal, you got Winnipeg, Calgary, Toronto, and Ottawa? And CJ has Montreal, Calgary, Toronto, and BC. And that's the way it goes. Oh, there's an article about Rick Campbell. I don't know what that is. I didn't get to hey, see that well, when I was kind of too busy are you building this year. <laughs> He's not answering. He 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 mutes his I mic. Did, which I is didn't very nice hear you. I didn't hear you. Christopher was talking over you. What did you say? <laughs> what was kind it? of trophy are you building this year? It's going to be a COVID trophy just for Christopher. Sweet. Nice. I'm not sure I like that. Well, yeah, okay. but you wouldn't accept any trophy because you scared it would contaminate it. So. Okay, the line just went dead. I'm still here. Yeah, he... No, he I had the grandchildren the here. I had to oh, say goodnight okay. to my grandsons, okay? I'm sorry. I just kind of disappeared. I didn't want all that clot chatter in the, in the mic here upsetting things. So we're okay. moving on. Okay. So um, where did it go? I had a whole sheet on things here. Okay. So we've got a, uh, a, a situation that's uh, happened recently. It's an ongoing situation. It comes, it rears its ugly head every once in a while uh, over the last decade. Anyhow, maybe even longer. I'm not sure, but the Edmonton Eskimos are being pressured to change their nickname. People believe erroneously that Eskimo is a derogatory and or racial slur against the Inuit people. It's not. It absolutely is not. But some people out there believe it, or somebody has said it, and the mob has taken this thing, it's got a set of legs, and off it's going. So there's a big, big, big push right now for the Edmonton Eskimos to change their nickname and ditch the Eskimo moniker. Um, A lot of people want to call it uh, Edmonton Empire, uh, Edmonton whatever. Kids are still being very loud here. Sorry. Uh, Anyhow, so um, the big turn of events is recently is that one of their main sponsors, a company by the name of Bel Air Direct, this is a company who, that sells insurance over the phone. They don't, I don't think they actually have storefronts anywhere. They're just one of those ING Directs, Bel Air Directs, whatever. They just deal directly with the customer. There is no agents in the middle. Uh, great. I'm glad for your business model, but they're now pressuring the Edmonton Eskimos. It says that if you don't change your name, we're ditching you. As, we're not going to sponsor your team anymore. Now, they're trying to be corporate bullies. Now, bear in mind that Bel Air, Di- Bel Air Direct, their ma- mascot 
is a knight. And it's a feeble knight, and it's always in trouble, and it's doing stupid things. And I think this is very – I mean, I think every Christian should take up uh, the cause against Bel Air Direct for minimizing the, the night, the, the crusades, the, the fighting for the Holy Lands, that Bel Air Direct should – they should change their name. They should drop their mascot. They should change their logo because they're being very insensitive to Christians everywhere. And I'll tell you, there's a hell of a lot more Christians in this planet than there are Inuit. So I, I think they're completely off base here, forcing somebody else when they, they don't even have their own shit together. Um, now, something I said earlier, which was that Eskimo is not a derogatory name. It's not a racial slur or anything else. It's not. And I'm going to use that big word again. Uh, when Christopher Columbus landed in North America, he thought he was in India. So he erroneously called the natives there that he met Indians. And the name stuck. And they've been called Indians for since, what, 1592. Um, or whenever he actually landed. I, I know he discovered America, but I don't think he landed in America itself, he landed on some island in 1590. Anyhow, beside the point. Um, so, you know, for better part of 500 years. No, I guess it's not that many. 450 years. No, oh, so over 500 years. Anyhow, um, I'm digressing. Uh, they've been called Indians. Now now that we've found out that they're not really from India, that they're not really Indians, that they're not, we're, we can't call them that anymore because it's not right. So we're calling them natives or aboriginals or indigenous people or all sorts of silly ass things. But if you actually talk to the natives, okay, um, they call themselves Indians. So although we as guilty white folk aren't allowed to call them Indians, but the Indians call themselves that. In fact, the Indian tribe down the road from me, which is called the Lower Nicola Indian Band, uh, if they didn't like the name Indian, they, they, they probably should change their own name. Wouldn't you think? I, you know, it's, it's an Indian reservation. It's Department of Indian Affairs. Um, you know, it's, 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 that, that word is used. It's not derogatory. It doesn't mean anything bad. Okay, it does not mean anything bad. It's just wrong. It's they're not Indians. Okay, so the Inuit people, and there's also another little word there somewhere. I don't know another group of people up there, but the Inuit kind of bunches them all together. Um, they were erroneously called Eskimos, and that's because when they were introduced, that's who this person was. And it's I, I've got a little thing here. It's an Objiwa word, which was a clan, or not allowed to use the word clan, oh my god, because that might be the Ku Klux Klan, um, uh, in their language, it was Askiwoo, A-Ask-I-Moo, okay, so, but the, the English guys couldn't say this, so they just said Eskimo, and it literally translates to one who ties snowshoes, Okay, they used to make the snowshoes out of the cat gut or the whale belly or whatever else and, and, and make the little mesh so that they could snowshoe. Uh, they don't really do that too much anymore. They all got skidoos. But so it was the one who translates a snowshoe. So really what we're doing is we're calling them a shoe cobbler. Okay, do you think that's a bad name? 
Hey, shoe cobbler, come here. No. It's like calling a metal fabricator a blacksmith. It's not bad. Okay, it's wrong. He's a metal fabricator. He's not a blacksmith. He doesn't have a forge. He doesn't do that fire, brimstone, all that other stuff. He, he, he builds things with welders. Okay, so it's, it's not right. Don't call a metal fabricator a blacksmith. Don't call a cobbler. Anyhow, he's an, an Eskimo is not a bad name. But somebody's taken offense to this concept, and we're no longer calling them Eskimos because we learned that it's a stupid name to call them, so we don't. But you, what's the problem with calling the, the Edmonton football team a bunch of shoe cobblers? We're not. We're calling them Eskimos, which is an Inuit word for maker of horseshoe, snowshoes. Totally acceptable. Totally acceptable name. This, we're using the Inuit heritage of a man, and they take out the witch doctor who makes this horseshoes or snowshoes, and we called our team the Edmonton Eskimos. Why is this a problem? Charles, please tell me where the problem is here. Well, the Edmonton Eskimos have been around since... When was the team established? I think about the 19... Try to figure out... 30s or 40s, When they were established. Uh... Just give me one second here. I'll be able to figure out where when they were established. Uh, it will stay uh, 1949. Right here. 1949. So Although they used there were the clubs all- also named the Edmonton Eskimos as early as 1895. Right. Well, let's just take the football team here. So they went. They played through the 1950s. Wasn't a problem. They played through the 1960s. Wasn't a problem. They played through the 1970s, wasn't a problem. Through the 80s, wasn't a problem. 90s, wasn't a problem. 20, 2000, 2010s, wasn't a problem. So here we are in 2020, and literally I have heard virtually ever, uh, every Inuit, uh, I've heard many Inuit people speak out on this. And I can't remember, there may have been one or two, but... The overwhelming majority of the Inuit people, when asked about this question, said they don't have any problem with the name. We just saw Jordan Tutu, an NHL player, who was also an Inuit. He had no problem. So it just seems that the people that are making this a problem really aren't really the ones that have... um, they're not the ones that really need to be. It seems to be people outside the Inuit community that are making this an issue. I've never seen a problem with the name Eskimo. Now, I'm not an Inuit, sure. I'm not claiming to be. But I always thought when you're naming teams after um, after certain groups, like you've got the Dallas Cowboys in the NFL and you've got this and that, uh, so you've got the Indian. I have always myself seen it as a sign of respect and an honor that you're wanting your team to be associated with that particular group. So I don't know why this keeps coming up as an issue. 
it, this is different from the Washington Redskins. The Washington Redskins is a sports name that should be changed. That's a that's clearly a derogatory. That was a derogatory term that was used, you know, back in the 1800s. I understand why that needs to be changed. Eskimos, I don't think it. I just don't see it as a derogatory term. I've always seen it more as an honor and or um, something like that. It just it, this comes up. It seems at least once a year, sometimes more. And this other thing with Bel Air Direct. First of all, if there's anyone out there that thinks that Bel Air Direct is doing this for any other reason than for their own little publicity and public relations, give your head a shake. Because all this is is Bel Air Direct waving their flag saying, look, we're the good guys. We want them to change. First of all, second of all, I don't like one business telling another business how to run their business. How is well, that your your um, issue? You're being they're being very disingenuous with this. I think this is more of a PR stunt on Bel Air Direct just to trying to get some good press. Um, to me, uh, I don't see why it has to change. Now, having said that, I think it probably in the end will change because I think there are too many. The majority here is just loud and. Uh, they're going to Ignorant. keep screaming and keep screaming, and they're going to probably just say, you know what, it's not worth the hassle anymore, and make a change. But personally for me, I don't see it as a problem. I'm not sure why it has to be changed, but it probably will be changed because the the loud minority will will scream until they get their way. So It's not a derogatory name or a racial slur. I don't think it is either, but... It, no. If you look up Edmonton Eskimos in Wikipedia right now, some idiot right. has edited it because a wiki means that you can edit it. And the last line is the team's name has drawn controversy and criticism as the term Eskimo is considered in Canada to be a racial slur against the Inuit. Which is funny because I've seen actual Inuit people say the opposite. So that's the problem with so, Wikipedia. Any can, anyone can write whatever they want. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I don't know how how do you, how do you protest this? Okay. Anyhow, um, Mark, what's your thoughts on yeah. this? The Edmonton Eskimos. Go, I'll go quickly with the businesses. Um, Bel Air Direct. I had no idea who they were, and there's a reason. They sell car insurance. Or the phone. I can't buy anybody's car insurance other than Manitoba Public Insurance's car insurance. So, yeah, no, I haven't got a clue who these people are. Um, but there are two other companies that aren't saying you have to change the name. I just read it really quickly. They are saying they're encouraged that Edmonton is looking at it again. Uh, one is Jiffy Lube which I'm assuming is a national oil change place. Correct. Yeah, Jiffy Lube, yeah. I hear Jiffy. I think of Jiffy Popcorn. Um, Not good popcorn. The other, though, is Maple Leaf Foods. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they are encouraged 
Maple Leaf Foods contract is up soon. The decision Edmonton makes factors into whether they resign or not. So there is marketing pressure all over the place. Yes, you can always find another person to sell that to. But with the exposure that Maple Leaf Foods has, that's tough. Yes. And as Todd Moggy keeps saying, and getting blasted for saying it, and people just don't understand it, it doesn't matter what we think. It doesn't matter what we say. Eventually, they're going to have to change the name because this comes up every single year, once Mm -hmm. or twice a year. It's going to happen eventually. Get over it. Save the money from all these studies and everything else. Change the name to the Edmonton Empire. They don't even have to change the fucking logo. They change the name. They don't change the logo. They're saving money there. Just change it. Personally, I don't care. I've never thought of Eskimo for myself as a derogatory term, ever. Did I think Eskimos lived at the North Pole in igloos? Yes, because that's what I read in the books I had in the that's early 70s. Yeah, in the books I had in the early 70s. What hmm. did the Encyclopedia Britannica say lived up north? Eskimos in igloos. Yep. That's what I learned. With dog sleds. Have I learned since then that they're not Eskimos, they're Inuit, everything else? I certainly have. But at the end of the day, it doesn't make a difference. They're going to have to change the name eventually. Just do it and save some money. Right now, they could use some money saving. And they don't change the logo. Everybody calls them the evil empire anyway. At some point in time, I've always called them the evil empire. Exactly. Ever since Warren Moon was so, there. That's beside the point. So there's already um, marketing T-shirts there. So do it. At what point in time do we say enough is a fucking enough? That we're not going to take it anymore. We're not going to change everything. What's next? Okay, let's just say the Edmonton Eskimos change their name. What's next? Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Because all of the animal rights people are pissed off that you're being rough with these animals. No, no, no. That's for Calgary. Yeah, the oh, Calgary Stampeders. That's for Calgary. That's going to happen, too. The Calgary Stampeders are going to have to change their name because the animal activists are going to put up such a battle for both Saskatchewan and Calgary. Okay? That's, that's a given. It's going to happen. Because but we are no, too big a no national meat to say company. no. There's no national meat company that's ever going to say no to the Stampede or the Stampeders. No, of course they're not. But exactly. it's going to be somebody so, else. Somebody else is no going to say no. No will pull out of that. Right but don't now, forget that the um, um, it's, Winnipeg it's the Blue Bombers right glorify now. war. Oh, yeah. But it's the atmosphere and the time. And the tree I, huggers I, are going to be pissed because of the Red Blacks <laughs> and their, their forestry connection. Lumberjacks. Lumberjacks. And then we're going to get the Greeks pissed off about the Argonauts. Like, hey, when if, does Monty it end? Python can't, if Monty Python can't piss off lumberjacks, 
that nobody can. I'm a lumberjack in a multi sleep all night. I work all day. Anyhow, uh, yeah, but but that was a different era. That was like the seventies and eighties. Okay, and, and and we weren't all upset about everything like this. You know, it it it, it just it wasn't it wasn't there. Hey, Monty Monty Python may have been a different era. But they were way ahead of their time, considering all their characters dressed in drag all the time. Oh, I know. I know. It was so. And we watched it. You know, I never found it funny. I never liked Monty Python. And I, I, I know I'm the exception to the rule. Some people just absolutely love them. I was never a never fr- seen fan the of British sketch. Then you've never seen the cannibal sketch. Oh. No, I, they I, actually got chased off stage. And people were trying to physically hurt them because it was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, go watch Blazing Saddles. If you want to see a movie that's politically incorrect, it, it was Blazing Saddles. Okay. It's. I watch it yearly. It's politically incorrect oh, on purpose. And, and Who, funny as hell. What What is the nationality of the person that produced it? Mel Brooks, he's Jewish. Exactly. What is the nationality of one of the main stars? Mel Brooks, he's Jewish. The other main star, the big Cleavon, star, is black. Cleavon, is, is black. And the other big star is also Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. Gene Wilder. And they had Adolf Hitler in it. They offended oh, yeah. everyone. They offended everyone before you were allowed to, weren't allowed to offend anyone. Yeah. And they told a great story about how it was wrong and made it funny. It's a great movie. Oh, okay. One of the best. Digress. William, Edmonton Eskimos, you're one of your least favorite teams in the CFL. You well, don't care you what, what they're called. I, I think I think if this is a problem, they should just shut the whole organization down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I think the same thing about the, Saskatchewan. I, I, I'd be good with the Red Deer Indians, okay? Move them to Red Deer, man. Get them out of Edmonton, those, those racist against Eskimo people. Um, you know, it's funny because I've got a good friend of mine. His name is uh, Ali Demji, okay? And I've been calling him Al Damage for about 20 years now, okay? And he calls himself an Indian, because he is from East India, and he calls himself an India, an Indian, and he's proud to be called an Indian, and he has no problem with people calling him an Indian. Well, that's because he's an Indian from India. Right, and I don't know what the fucking problem is with any of this shit. Well, it's not a derogatory term. (laughs) To some Indians, it is. Well, to natives, and, it is and, because they're and they're me, not and Indian. Let me also let me also qualify this Ellie Damji particular person that I know, Al Damage. He's probably the most educated guy I know on the face of the earth. Yeah, and he still identifies as an Indian. But he is an so, Indian, right? And they are Eskimos. Sorry, oh, they're not Eskimos. I, they're Inuit. 
that's what I grew up as calling them. You never called them Inuit when we were growing up. They were called Eskimos. Well, I didn't even know what an as Inuit I, as, was up till a couple of years ago. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, and this is a typical Winnipeg thing, growing up, I had an, an Eskimo family that lived three doors down from me. And when I was walking to school in the morning, their little kids would be outside naked playing in the snow, okay? <laughs> and I thought, hey, they're Eskimos, okay? <laughs> they could do that. Shit. They couldn't do that shit because they were used to it. They had more brown fat than I did, okay? So I, I just don't see the problem, but they're all they're probably <laughs> going to change all the fucking names eventually. And it's going to be too bad. And it doesn't matter what they change the names to. All us old-timers will always use the names that we're used to. At, at a certain point in time, we have to say enough is enough. And and I think that mm-hmm. line's been drawn right here on the Eskimo. You can change Edmonton's name all you want. They'll still be known as the Eskimos to me forever. Yeah. I'm like that with Ottawa. Yeah. Well, I still the Rough Riders? Yearly, uh, no, the, the Red Blacks yearly should have a throwback game where they wear the Rough Rider logo and jersey. Isn't that their I, heritage? I don't know how many times on this podcast Charles called them the Renegades. Yeah. Yep. It's and, and they were the Renegades for I'm what, better one now. season? I used to do it all the time. Were no, they, they it was only one season, seasons. was it? Four no, seasons? the Renegades lasted for four seasons. Yeah, they okay. were for three They or four. sucked all four, but... Yeah. But yeah, Charles but they called had them the Renegades nights. forever. But oh, they had wet yeah. t-shirt nights, guys. Mardi Gras night. Yes. And if he's listening, he's a great member of Let's Talk CFL. Who's that? Lonnie. Ah, yeah. I don't think he listens to the podcast. So we should get him on the podcast. I think he would come on. Lonnie Kleberman? Yeah, he would just to argue. Yeah, I'd love to hear his concept It'd on the great. Edmonton Eskimos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <sighs> wow. We're we're like about 45 minutes in the show and we're on number two. <laughs> You know, somebody was talking today about there's just, you know, there's no football going on right now and there's nothing to talk about. And I says, we have a two hour podcast that talks about CFL and we run out of time every week. I don't know what you're Every single week. We run out of time. Even when Mark's got to send me a text message that says three minutes left. (laughs) Okay, let's kill this and get to some sort of real football. Let's get on. Okay. CFL is considering a new six-game season with expanded playoffs. Is this too short? Yes, it is. I think the problem that we have with a nine-team league right now is that some some teams play other teams more than others, and it's an unfair advantage. You get to run up your point score against weaker teams. We're basically talking about Eastern Division teams here. So if you're having a six-game schedule, that means that not every team gets to play every other team. If you had an eight-game schedule, then every team would play every other team in the league, and that's the way it should be. 
And it's just kind of my opinion. So a six-game schedule is too short. Expanded playoffs, basically their playoffs are going to be one team doesn't make the playoffs. Everybody else makes the playoffs, but one team. Why don't you just include them too? They could get lucky on a Sunday, win a game. Yet again, maybe not. So, uh, I, I, I have no idea. I didn't read this article, but to me, a six-game season does not work. Uh, it's it, it, it's well. Should we even have a season? Okay, we shouldn't. We just had 10,000 new cases of COVID-19 in Texas alone. Are, does this mean that we're bringing Americans up into Canada? I don't care if you've got a 14-day qual, uh, quarantine. I don't care what's going on. There's no way that I would op- welcome these players their families, the coaching staff, the management, the per, uh, any type of the personnel into my city. I would not be happy with that. The talk is it's going to be Winnipeg. Winnipeg's going to be the hub city where everybody's going to go. Mark, are you happy with the concept of bringing these people into where you guys say you have COVID-19 under control and literally eliminated in uh, – the province of Manitoba with no new it's cases not- in July. Are you willing to open your doors to more than 50% Americans who are if literally un- out of control down there right now? If it's under the same protocol as like the NHL is using for their return to play, then yes, I am. If there's so much as a sniff on a player, He's he's toast. He uh, is how do you know that? The, they get tested. I think it's either every day or every second day. Right, but who's feeding them? Who's who's doing their laundry? Who's taking care of them while they're here? They're, they're contacting citizens of, of of Winnipeg while they're while no, they're, they're in quarantine. Nope. They have to. No, be. they're not. Nope. Oh, I don't believe that. Christopher, punch up really quick. The NHL rules. I work in a health hotel. Trust me, I know this. Yeah. There is no contact between the staff and the players at Period. all with the NHL. None. Zero. Okay, then who's doing the dishes? Because I'll tell you, that millionaires in, are not eating off of paper plates. They're in the kitchen. There is no contact. Yeah. Every, my hotel isn't even open. Okay, we're not opening that. till mid-August. The rooms are going to start to open mid-August. They just brought in a hundred cases of gloves. No, the dishwashers will be wearing gloves. Everyone will be wearing gloves right. and masks. And, and as soon right. as you scratch your nose with a glove on, it doesn't matter that you're wearing a glove. Yeah, but that, well, that that's not exactly that's, true. There are, that's been proven. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It's it, very, it hasn't very, been proven very anything. difficult to transfer it by touch. Very difficult. They're learning more about COVID all the time. Mm-hmm. The NHL's return to play is as ironclad as they can make it. Yes. If the CFL follows it, now I don't know if they can because of the cost of it, but they're not getting on the airplane without temperature checks and tests. Mm-hmm. Once they land 
and they get to their hotel room, temperature check and test. Mm-hmm. Once they're in their hotel room, have fun in the hotel, guys, because that's where well, you're, you're not staying. leaving. You don't leave unless you're going to hockey. Mm-hmm. If we do that for football, then yeah, I'm I'm for it. Mm-hmm. Am I for fans in the stands? I'm still fifty-fifty on that. But for the actual players, if they test negative and their temperatures are fine, get them on the plane, get them in. Once they're in the hotel, they don't leave until they go to the stadium. Okay. Same protocol. Uh, okay, great. Now, the CFL is a gate-driven league. No question I about know. that. There's no debate yeah. on that. So they're not going to play football games without fans in the stands. Not going to happen. Well, and I, I did see – I saw a me, uh, thing on Facebook earlier. I don't know if I screen-capped it. Let me look. But Baltimore – Baltimore Ravens, yep. Yeah, they're talking about if there's fans in the stands, their stadium holds like 70,000 people. They're capping at 14,000. Yeah, at 14,000. So I don't see how you put fans. You'd get 1,000 fans in a regular CFL football stadium. 1,000 fans. Yeah, that's it. If you look at that protocol. It's not economical to pay the players – it's not economical to house the players and the support staff and the management of all of this because it, without a full stadium. It no. does not make sense economically to do. So that means you have to bring the fans in. So now how are you going to do a 14-day quarantine on a fan? Temperature huh? checks. What's That's that? All the, uh, temperature checks and masks. That doesn't work. I know. That, that, that doesn't work. So now you've opened up your city to people from Regina or people from Toronto no, no, or no, Montreal. No, 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 traveling. Oh, number no one, Toronto, tr- Toronto can't come to Winnipeg right now, number one. Sure they can. No, they can't. Oh, you're the stopping border, them. The border's close to them still. Manitoba There's no border between the provinces. There's no border. There? I've driven it. In the U.S. there is. They have not opened up to tr- travel to Toronto from plane, anything like that. They have not. If you come in from Toronto, by law, you are supposed to quarantine for 14 days still. Yeah, really? Yeah. And, and that's going to work? The problem We've is had zero going, cases there, how since do you we started that? phase three. We've had zero cases since we started phase three. So it seems to be working. We only have like six active cases in the entire province. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. But what I'm saying okay. is it seems to be working. The, the travel advisory exemption, whatever, it's lifted. I think it's as far as Dryden, maybe a little further than Dryden, Ontario. And it's opened up to all of the West. And there's still been no cases. So I'm not saying it's not here at all. But if you're under the same NHL, uh, protocols and the NHL, then... Well, like you, you said, I don't know how they afford that. Yeah. yeah they can't. That, that's the issue. They can with government money. Hell, the $360 billion in debt, let's be $360 billion, one hundred and fifty 
kind of thing, you know? That's how they can oh, do oh, That's the only I, way they can do it. I'm not arguing that. I'm not yeah, arguing that you know, at all. It's the only hey, way they can do my, it. My question is, why would you play the games at all? Why bother? Uh, why bother? I know. I know. There's two sides to that, though. There's the, why take the risk? I, I get it 100%, but the other side of it is some teams might not come back. Not the whole league, but some teams might not come back. Toronto. I if they get $150 million from the Canadian government, all teams come back. Yeah. True. Yep. No problems. Yep. Okay. So if, if you're going under, so if, if they get $150 million from the Canadian government, why play the games? To keep the CFL name out there. It's fine in some cities, and it's dangerous to have that drop off 100% in a, other cities. Could we do a 16 league, a 17 league? No, you can't. You can't pay Mike Riley the money he's making or Bo Levi Mitchell in a 6 or 17 league. Why? You can't. Because there isn't the, you're losing more and more revenue all the time. No, you're not. Yeah, how, you, how are you, you doing lose that? TV, you'll, you'll lose TV revenue because the less teams, the less money you're going to get. But, but you could have the same amount of games. It won't make a difference when you lose Toronto. Oh, I know that. The league's done. If Toronto fails, this if Toronto, done. The, the league's finished regardless. <laughs> they're okay. not, they're done we've been told Toronto that fold. time and time again. If, if Vancouver or Toronto go away, the league is done. Will, jump in here. You might as well. Why? This is <laughs> the same old conversation. I'm serious. It's like, it's. I, I'm starting to fuck, agree a lot with Christopher. I mean, if there's going to be a six-game season, why the fuck bother? I'm not interested. That's not even – you're not even out of exhibition after six games. No, right? that's, not it's a joke. that's a joke. Yeah. you got to have eight uh, games. At least nine, ten, eight, whatever. Yeah, and as far as I, I am starting to think like Christopher, why bother play the season? I'm, I'm at, at actually at the point right now where I'm starting to accept things. I, I did finally cancel my Las Vegas yearly vacation today, which was really bothered me. So ask me where I'm going for my vacation this year, guys. Ask me. Red Deer? Come on, ask me. Hey, Winnipeg. Nope. Winnipeg. You're going to Winnipeg. No. No, I wouldn't go to Winnipeg. Coming to I'm going, going to Abbotsford to visit your brother. Going to, going to Edmonton. <laughs> you're going to Edmonton? Well, you're my is, hero. Which is, which is just like fucking Winnipeg, okay? <laughs> Sorry. Um, or I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go for the whole 10 days. I'll probably go for a weekend. I don't know. I might sit in my backyard for seven of that ten days. So you gonna hook but, up yeah, with our former podcaster? What was that? You gonna hook up with our former fellow podcaster? Yeah, I don't think so. What are you gonna do in Edmonton? Edmonton? Yeah, why Edmonton? Visit, visit my brother.
brother-in-law and my sister-in-law. Um, I guess the big thing that will attract me to my brother-in-law and sister-in-law is my my brother-in-law probably has $20,000 worth of cigars in his humidor, okay? Oh, uh, I'm coming. That, 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 that's a, that's a, and, and lots of scotch, so that's probably yeah. a selling point for me. So, and yes, I have actually, I'm still on the wagon, gentlemen, 24 days and counting. Um, yeah, but cigars don't count. No, no, cigars don't count because I've never wanted to smoke two cigars in a row because the next morning when I wake up, it smells oh. like someone, it tastes like somebody's <laughs> shit in my mouth. So, yeah, yep. um, <laughs> so I've never wanted to chain smoke those things. Anyways, no. um, yeah, I, I can, I, I'm at the point right now, I would be okay if they shut everything down until 2021 and we start I, all over again. I, I as a matter hope of fact, we get football I, in 2021. I, as a matter of fact, I wish they would just uh, say, call, call it a year, and this uh, January 1st, we call it the year 2020, and we start over again, okay? Just, just cancel so, the entire year. Absolutely, because it's it's been a it's been it's just not fun and it's not mm-hmm. the same. Okay. I went to the I went to the Apple store the other day. Okay, so they're talking about okay, I cannot believe they're actually even discussing this. They're talking about making masks mandatory inside in Calgary. Yes, I know, I watched saw that any public any public places. And I told my wife today, I asked my wife today if we have a big budget for tickets because I'm not going to wear a fucking mask. Sorry. I uh, I went to the Apple store the other day and I had to wear a mask to get into the Apple store and it didn't impress me at all. Why did you so, go? You have the uh, right to refuse entry. I wanted to buy something that I wanted and uh, they also took my temperature. So I, I wouldn't have gone in. I would have told him to go get my thing, bring it out. Yeah, well, I wanted to look at some things first. Now, now the girl in the Apple store, when I kept on pulling my mask down over my nose, she kept on saying, sir, could you put that back over your nose? So I would do it. And then 13 seconds later, I'd pull it back down so I could fucking breathe. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyways. There you go, guys. That's all I have to say about that. It's just, I'm just, I'm so sick of this crap. I, I'm thinking of moving to somewhere else. Like, Edmonton? I don't know. I can't wear, well, no, I don't know where to move to. You can't move anywhere in the world, I guess. Come out to Abbotsford. Maybe, maybe an island or something. No, because my brother's there and, and he is, uh, all hyped up about this corona stuff, as well as he's, into this Black Lives Matter, and it just makes me nuts. So, and this is who you're going to visit? No, no, this I'm going to Edmonton. I'm not going to Abbotsford. Oh, that your brother in Abbotsford is all no, my really? brother in it. Oh yeah, yeah. I had quite a animated conversation with him on Sunday over the telephone. So, you know, what can I say? I cannot believe he's that much of a sheeple, but oh well. What can you do? 
And he's not yeah. very impressed with you, Chris. He's not very impressed with you, Christopher Jones. Why? Because he listens to, or he he reads all your posts and so on and so forth. And uh, on my personal just, page or on Let's Talk? Well, on Let's Talk mostly. Okay. I would guess. Because is he is he my friend? I, I can send him a friend request. What's yeah, his name? No, I think he is your friend. I think Rick what? McDonald. He's on. He's on. Uh, he's on. Uh, he's on. Let's talk CFL, for sure. Rick McDonald. Uh, is he Mac the photographer? McDonald. McDonald. Yeah, yes, Mac that would be him. That would be him, sir. He's. Oh, I just saw him somewhere else. Yeah, you probably found him on Let's Talk. He's not my friend. Wow. He's he's got posts about ukuleles and and flowers and 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 whirlpools. Yeah, yeah he's he's he he got a ukulele for his birthday this year. Wow. He's always been a he's always been a musician. I, I think and ukuleles are pretty cool. And he's a photographer. Really, I played the ukulele in the fifth grade. The 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 first day of summer ended, I took it and broke it over a tree because I never wanted to see it again. And he's retiring this December, so he's trying to find things to do. Okay. There, there's a, a Japanese guy, and um, I don't remember his name. Um, Isn't it Tiny Tim? Yakamura? No, 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 no. He wasn't Japanese. Uh, Tiny Tim Yakamura was. Yeah, right. Uh, well, my guitar gently weeps. He did this. And uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah. Jake Simbakuro. Okay. And he plays the the ukulele. And it's absolutely awesome. Uh, anybody wants to take a look at this? It's It's absolutely amazing. Uh, I'll, I'll send you guys the link just so that you can watch it. The, the, this guy, I, you, you wouldn't believe that that's a ukulele, what he does with this thing. The guy's just amazing. Anyhow, I uh, just thought I'd share that with you. Ukuleles are cool instruments. And not to mention that Izzy, right, the Israel, uh, and he's got this really long name, the 400-pound um, Hawaiian that plays a ukulele. He died, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. He 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 was amazing, but he didn't really uh, challenge the ukulele. He just kind of strummed along and sang this really cool song, right? But um, he, this definitely this 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 guy Jake he he just rocks this mother. So take it, check it out, take it, see what happens. Do we do David Braley next, or do we discuss? Oh, we're running out of time, aren't we? Yeah, we. Well, we could do David Braley. I don't really think there's much to say about this. Three Down Nation writes an article that David Braley is out of touch with current situations. I have two things to say on this. David Braley knows more about the CFL than all sports reporters combined. So if he's out of touch, then the CFL is out of touch, because literally he runs it. Okay. That being said, David Braley is an old guy. He's probably out of touch with the current situation because I'm out of touch with the current situation. I think everybody's being stupid. 
I, I can't see David Braley thinking anything different. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't read the article. I, I, I'm, I'm basically boycotting Three Down Nation because they're just stupid. And it, pretty much everything that they say is, is they're, they're just trying to make things up and keep themselves relevant during this uh, no football thing. Well, not saying that we're not doing the same thing, but anyhow, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I didn't read the article. Is David Braley? Have we ever really probably? Have we ever really cared if we were relevant? No, <laughs> no, no. I don't. Okay. I don't. Honestly, so. at this point, I want Braley to sell the team. I don't. I do. Why? First off, it's none of your business, but that's beside the point. But go ahead. Tell me why you think that David Braley should sell the team. Just real quick, who's on their marketing team? I don't know. Exactly. Who what? are the BC Lions? BC Lions I'm on are Twitter all the. I'm on Twitter all the time, Christopher. Yeah. You never – you see stuff from Hamilton. You see stuff from Ottawa. You see – Tons of stuff from Winnipeg, tons of stuff from Regina, a couple of fan pages from BC that are really working and trying to get them, keep them going, and nothing from the Lions, or very little. He also, I believe, in the off season, got rid of more of the marketing department. BC doesn't need less marketing; they need more. I was in D.C. place with 60,000 people. I've been there, too. And my, yeah, as an opposing fan, no, you haven't. My dad had to leave at halftime because of the migraine that he got from the sound of the stadium. It was one of the loudest things I've ever heard. What's home field advantage for B.C., without question. And now... When it's less than half, they need a marketing department, and he's getting rid of marketing. He's cutting costs in the wrong spot. They need marketing. Badly. There's there's no games. It's not new. He was cutting the marketing department last year, too. He puts no money into marketing. Their he marketing has gone down in the last three to five years. It has. I agree. He doesn't care. He obviously doesn't care because he's gutting them. It's time for him to go. Has he been awesome for the CFL? Yes. Has he been one of the greatest bankrolls ever in the CFL? Without doubt. But it's time. Everybody reaches their end game, whether you're a football player an owner, whatever, eventually you reach the end. He has. And that's it. Go ahead. My point, right, do you know why David Braley has not sold the uh, BC Lions? Because he wants to ensure their long-term everything else. Yes, I get that. No, 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 no. Why has David Braley not sold the BC Lions? He hasn't Same. found the right well, one of two things. He hasn't found the right owner or anybody willing to buy the team. No, he hasn't found the right owner. He has had four proposals that matched his selling price. 
at full value. He's turned them down because he does not believe that those people were capable of keeping this team afloat long term. Yeah, and I said that, Christopher. I said that. So I, I don't want him to that. sell the team because it needs to be sold. I want him to but sell the team because the he team finds the right the inside. He's gutting he the team finds from the right the inside. Owners. He's gutting the team in the meantime. He's cutting costs. He's a billionaire. He's cutting costs, and he's destroying the marketing team. You can't destroy a marketing team that can't half-fill their stadium, where there is a constant, wow, look at how empty that place is, even with the upper deck closed. You can't gut marketing when you're disappearing already, and that's proven by fans and the I can't argue That's or debate this saying. because I agree with it. That's I'm not what arguing. I'm saying. Okay. In that respect, it's time. Yes, but at this point in time, there is the no CFL. no no feasible owners to buy this team. And if he waits too long, and God forbid he dies, then what happens? Then you got an issue. It's true. Yeah, because his kid's not going to – it's going to be the same thing as what's going to happen with Bob Wetnall. Exactly. It's time. And we've been through the Murray Pe- – that's what he's trying to avoid, the Murray Pezum, the Bill Comrie, yeah. the uh, uh, Nelson Scalbania type of things that happens again. Yeah, and that and that's true. I mean, he. I, I see what Mark's saying, and, and uh, the, he's got a lot of truth in that. The problem is he cannot just sell it to anybody because if he does that and it's just some other clown like Pezum or the other guys you mentioned, then that just puts that puts the um, um, franchise even further back than they are now. You can't just sell it to the wrong person. Does the CFL have to approve the sale? Yes. Yes. So there you go. It's a different CFL from when it was in the 70s and that with those guys. True. Good point. It's time. No, the CFL had to had to the the CFL was all happy about Bill Conry taking over. He they were all happy about Nelson Scalbania. It was a, it was in fact yeah, when, I'm not saying that's that. when Murray Pesham bought the team. When Murray Pesham took the team, that was when yeah, it was a I community-owned team that had failed. And the league had ownership of it, and the league is the one that sold it to Murray Peasant. No, Agreed. that's what Mark's saying, though. It's and a different. The league today has different standards compared to what they did back in the early nineties. Back in the early nineties, you got to remember this is the same. These are the same people that gave anybody with a check uh, a franchise in the U.S. And half those U.S. owners should never have been owners, and half they all they did was bash the CFL. It's a different standard nowadays. They're much more particular in who they sell a franchise to. That's what Mark was getting at. I understand. Okay. Quarter quarter to ten. We're going to run out of time. Let's uh, move this around. That's okay. Gonna whatever a... we don't get to. Yeah, whatever. I was going to say, whatever we don't get to today, we'll get to next week. Well, there's we really nothing else on here. We, can, we have to. We've got to have this next one. TSN selects Bo Levi Mitchell over Doug Flutie as the all-time Stampeders quarterback. Okay, 
The only thing that I have to say about this is I do not believe there is a debate that Doug Flutie is the greatest quarterback that ever played in the CFL. We've all agreed on that one. Uh, I, I don't think that there is a debate on that at all. It's beyond contestation. So if Doug Flutie was a quarterback with the Calgary Stampeders, then that would have to mean that he was the greatest Stampeder quarterback of all times. End of debate. There isn't a debate. So three down A's or TSN, you just had it wrong. They just got it wrong. Now, let's ask William. William, Calgary Stampeder fan. Who's the better quarterback? <laughs> why, why, why is TSN allowed to publish shit like this? Okay. <laughs> like, this is like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Not even me as a sales guy could I convince you guys that Bolivar Mitchell is the greatest Stampeder quarterback of all time, okay? You couldn't because you couldn't keep a straight face. Well, correct. Okay. And, and in my mind, and and only because I still, my, my I'll tell you, my favorite quarter Stampeder quarterback of all time is, is was Henry Burris. There's a so, good question. Do you believe that Henry Burris was a better quarterback in Calgary than what Bolivar Mitchell is? Different era, different teams. We we can't we can't say it yet because Bo's career is not over in Calgary. Uh, Henry, they traded him eventually. Um, but yeah, I, I I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks that that Bo Levi Mitchell has to compete against as far as the all-time greatest goes. Doug Flutie's just one of them. Then you get Jeff Garcia. Then you get Dave Dickinson. Dickinson. Then you get Henry Burris. Okay. The list just goes on. So it's just the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I know that Bo Levi Mitchell holds some amazing records with the Calgary Stampeders and in the CFL for most wins in, in, in a short period of time, most wins from starting, coming out, doing all of those things, right? Not denying right. that. But that has more to do with the quality of the team at the time because a team wins a game, a quarterback doesn't. So, and, and my, uh, the, Hold on, hold on, hold on, with the exception of Doug Flutie. <laughs> With the exception of Doug Flutie. And, and, a, and a few others. And a few others, right? And a few well, no, others. Like Doug Flutie. Now, now, granted, Bo Levi, in Calgary anyways, has won more great cups than Doug Flutie. Of course. No, no and, question. And Doug, and Doug Flutie did have some real stinker Western finals that he should have won, and he didn't win. Okay. Without question. But here's the way that I look at this. Doug Flutie made that Calgary Stampeders team better. Currently, the Calgary Calgary Stampeders team makes Bo Levi Mitchell better. Yeah, you can go back and forth on that one. But I think that if you put Doug Doug Flutie Flutie on any team, including Toronto, he's going to win Grey Cups. 
You put Bo I Levi mean, Mitchell Doug on Flutie. any team. He's not winning Grey Cups outside of Calgary. Doug Flutie Maybe in Winnipeg. By far, Doug Flutie is by far and away the most talented quarterback the CFL has ever seen. And I think the only person that can come close to him is Warren Moon. So, but two different quarterbacks in different eras. Correct. Okay, but Doug Flutie is definitely the most talented quarterback ever in CFL history. Let's face it. There's yeah, just no, there's just nobody can, nobody can debate that. So, so how can TSN put this article out? Or are you just saying TSN's garbage article? TSN is looking for publicity like everybody else. They knew this was going to be a reaction, and they knew that. They knew that Charles, Mark, and Will would talk about it on their podcast tonight, okay? That's, That's probably why they Christopher. did it. Yeah, and Christopher. Sorry. You forgot me. I'm, I'm, I didn't I'm, forget I'm, you. I didn't Christopher forget you. Li- Christopher Lives Matter, okay? Yeah. One of the things they have in the article, so it's about the Grey Cups, and that's what it is at the end of the day. It's the amount of Grey Cups. And they also said that he wasn't there that long. But yet they put Willie Jefferson yep. on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers all-time list. All-time greatest list, one year. Yeah. And yes, he had one of the greatest years in the history of that position. But he's only been here one year. One year. Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie had. Wow. Yes, he had his stinkers. But there's also the play that's been played a million times of him scoring a touchdown with one shoe on. Mm. He blew and it off on the goal line. Dropping, his socks flopping in the air as he went into the end zone. He made plays that no other quarterback ever did. Warren Moon, to me, is number two because Warren Moon was kind of a prototype and Doug Flutie was the perfection. Whether he ran the ball for 130 yards or he threw for four or 500 and he did it game in and game out. Yeah, he had stinkers, but every single player on any list has. If you're putting Willie Jefferson on the Bombers' all-time greatest players, then Doug Flutie is the all-time greatest Calgary quarterback. Okay, here's a question for you. Who's the greatest BC Lions quarterback of all times, Charles? Greatest quarterback of all time. You can all. I know hands down. I know hands so down. So do I. No question about it. Was Doug Flutie? I was going to say you could say Doug Flutie. I mean, he only played here two years. Uh, no. He won one. Yeah, but one, he, yeah. He wasn't in. He wasn't that impressive for two years, or if they would have signed him again. No, no. He yeah. was great. He was great in his second year. He said he threw for the most yardage he ever threw for. 6,619 yards. It was his best season in the CFL. By a mile. Which was with BC. Was with BC. But BC wouldn't pay him enough, so he went somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, but you yeah. can't you can't, can't say Doug, you can't say Doug Flutie's name in the same breath as Damon Allen. So. Oh, fuck off. 
You're right. Doug Flutie's <laughs> way better. Hey, you forgot Curious Jackson in there. No, no, no. No, no. Damon Allen was the best DC quarterback ever. Trust me. Well, he's always in the yeah, top five, no. isn't he, on TSN? And I, know I can't wait to see the, 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 the all-time BC team. Uh, this is what they're doing with Calgary. Um, but he he was the best quarterback to ever play. Now, he didn't have the best career as a Lions quarterback. No one can make that one because he only played here two years. But in terms of best quarterback to ever play for the Lions, it's Doug Flutie because he's yes. the best quarterback, in my mind, to play in the CFL. I, uh, I'm also going to go and say he's the best quarterback ever to play for well, Toronto. Let's just, say, let's just say he was the best player ever in the CFL. He was. Yep. Absolutely. Totally. Without any questions. He changed my the quarterback. I, I'd argue, though, you know, Marcus Crandall was a, was a yes. quarterback. So. We have another Marcus Crandall reference, so we needed that. Hey, that's the only one so far tonight. I know. So that's what I said. We hadn't had one yep. yet, so we needed to get it in because, uh, you know, we can't go a whole f- episode without mentioning Marcus Crandall. Talking about Crandall. Marcus Crandall. Religious. Right. Yeah. Now, now, if we if this had, debate was going on and TS, TSN was actually on the ball and said, who is the best Stampede quarterback of all times? Is it Doug Marcus Flutie Crandall. or Marcus Crandall? Well, we, it would be oh, a whole discussion we were having. They won the same amount of great cups in Calgary. Yeah. Hard to argue. Yeah. Right? And, and and I'll tell you, Marcus Crandall did it on not a very good team. But it but it wouldn't be fair to Marcus Crandall. Because you can't compare them because one guy was white and one guy was black and you can't do that anymore. Okay? They have to be equals. So, no, you couldn't use Marcus Crandall. Sorry. Just saying. If if Marcus Crandall was on the Calgary Stampeder team from two years ago, great cup. It, it, dynasty. Dynasty. My mother could have been the quarterback on the great cup on the team two years ago, and it would have been a dynasty. I know. I know. I, 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 you can't debate that one. It, it, it's very similar to Winnipeg last year. There was no doubt what was going to happen. And the fact that they Except had an, an amazing quarterback made a difference. We only used four. I know. Oh, God. What's going on? What's going to happen? Uh, okay. We've done David Brantley. We've done Mitchell Flutie. Where are we? we got six minutes left in the show. Henry Ballard, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Anybody? Henry Burris. What did I say? You said Henry Ballot. Okay, I'm reading it backwards. Uh, Henry Burris, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yes. I got to say so. No doubt. For him to turn around and win a a Grey Cup at 42 years old, this just was nothing short of amazing. With an Ottawa team, no less. And he made up with TSN, so that's all good. Yeah, no, he's a Well, you know, and, and the thing that impresses me a lot about Henry Burris is he had those two seasons in Hamilton where they had no defense at all. Like, there was nothing that resembled the defense. 
and he threw for over 5,000 yards each year like 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 it was nothing, okay? Right, but, I mean, so. Mike Riley was doing that with Edmonton and B.C. He was, you know, the number yeah. one quarterback in the league, and B.C. couldn't win a game to save their life, right? Defense sucked. O-line sucked. Running back was inconsistent. You know, it's the same thing. Henry Purse is a first ballot Hall of Famer, no question in my mind. Charles, what's your thought there, buddy? Oh, without question. I mean, Henry Burris is one of the best quarterbacks in CFL history. He's probably he's in, he's top just, ten, maybe he's top, in the top five. 10. So yeah, 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 he's he's easily a first ballot guy. Okay, we still got four minutes left here. Three down, Nation is counting. Sorry, Mark, did I Real ignore quick, you can here? Can they move the? Can they? just really quickly move the uh, Hall of Fame induction to Saskatchewan so the fans can boo him one more time. Yeah. <laughs> they boo him when he comes out in the field. <laughs> they still they they all hate him. So yeah, it's only can they move it there? Left. Yep. It's only because yeah, he left. Only because he they, left. They, have, they have no taste. And, and you know, what did they do to carry Joseph? Wins him a Grey Cup, and they punt him to the curb. Yep. There's no class in Regina. None. Zero. Absolutely none. Well, I, well Tony, Tony I'm Denny getting messages a pretty classy guy. Who is? Tony. Tony's a pretty oh, yeah. classy guy. He is. Yeah, without question. Yep. Tony is. I'm not sure he's in Regina, though, is he? Yeah, he yeah, is. He is. Yeah, he okay. is. No, Tony's an awesome guy, okay? But So anyhow, there's one. And, and I there's and one. I do talk a lot. I do talk a lot to uh, what's his name? Come on, Morgan Tyson. And Morgan's a, actually a pretty good guy. To be honest. Okay. With you. Well, so be it. it, it it's still it, it's Regina, okay? Uh yeah. last thing really quickly here. I'm I'm running out of time. I've got to be paying attention here. A minute and 30 seconds. She's going to yell at me again in a minute. Uh, we're going to do these later, okay, Charles? We'll do – bring bring uh, yep. the Jeff Reinbold and Adam Rita over with the, oh, for the sure. next one. Yeah, I wonder if we it, have to talk sure. about that. We yeah. have to talk about that battle because we'll that's one of the best ones. to talk about, I think. Yeah, that's exactly. Well, more than that, you, they're doing one every day. Yeah. Oh, is it every oh, day? Oh, okay. Cool. Is it one that's every good. day? Okay. Yeah, they're but counting down the top ten. They're doing one every day. They did Reinbold and Adam Rita, and today they did uh, Dieter Brock in the city yeah. of Winnipeg. So, yeah, <laughs> that's good. Do you think they're going to oh. do uh, um, Joe Cap and uh, Mosca? That should be number one as far That'll as that. That'll be number one. That's number one. I'm waiting to see if they do Doug Flutie and Dave Chaters too. <laughs> This is going to be good. Okay, uh, the show's over. I'll let me let me close it, guys. Let me close it. This has been Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number four hundred and thirty-three. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. It's been uh, who talking football here tonight uh, and every other political subject we can come up with. Uh, just say good night real quick, Charles. Go. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you uh, in a week. Stay safe. Mark. Good night, everybody. Talk to you next week. And Willie. Good night, everybody. Go Owls. Go Owls. Yeah, listen, we'll post up the games or we'll talk about them next week, okay? BC Lions.
five and zero. Oh. Wouldn't that be awesome? Take care. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.